you think about those NFL running back contracts these days, Paul? I think they need to be removed from the structure of the salary cap as it stands now in the next collective bargaining agreement because these poor guys are taking a beating. They just don't have the same longevity. What they're being asked to do is harder they're the and they're getting paid less. And so I think the league needs to step in soon and find a way to allow teams to sort of revalue the running back position, whether it's some sort of like exponential, you know, it's a, it's one tenth the cap hit, but you can pay them 10 times more or something. Yeah. Just, you know, for that position based on the way things are going. Yeah. They're the ones carrying the ball and they, they are, they are stars of the league. We don't, we don't treat them that way. Might Good for you like, though, Austin, go get that extra two mil. Eh? Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Relatively probably should get more, but congrats. <laughs> Four, three, two, one. My favorite weapon is a tank. I'm going to open up a bank account just for this leak. Eh, don't question my methods. I was riding the market while I was hot. Take my balls, not my pick. <laughs> and of course, by work-life balance, you mean dynasty life balance. I, I, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. When your world revolves around fantasy football, dynasty is life. Big old dynasty life choices coming at you. Let's go. Coming at you in the next month or two at least. Excited. See some camp news coming out. Uh, some hype. The hype train starting. Oh, yeah. All, <laughs> all sorts of smoke being thrown all sorts of ways. I saw some hype that you probably would be unexcited about. Uh, Devon A-Chain already, of course, lots of praises being sang his way by other players on the Dolphins. So oh, they're good. commenting about his speed and um, elusiveness and receiving. They're going to try and convince me otherwise, aren't <laughs> they, Trip? I mean, aren't they? It's just, it's just what I'm hearing. It's just, it's just. I also saw an article recently about how Tyler Algier compliments Bijan in the <laughs> Falcons' backfield, and he actually did have you know some great metrics at the yeah. end of the season last year. But you know, it ain't gonna be that way. Unfortunately for Tyler, we don't see it going that way. No. Um, <clears throat> Dynasty life choices. Let's get back to that. Okay. Because you're going to have to make some soon. We're all going to have to make some, some big ones here. Yes. And I think that we're at a crossroads yeah. where, for example, our rookie draft is T minus, what, 16, 17 days? Yeah. So, strategy going in, strategy coming out, strategy all around. <laughs> Which strategy are you employing? And I think one of the most important elements of your strategy is how you kind of construct your roster. And I think today we want to talk a little bit about that uh, use of the taxi squad. Indeed. And it sort of all kind of comes back to continuing to roll value into championship value mm. and it starts at the top of the funnel which is undrafted free agents picking up guys off the wire who have no value <laughs> and there's some way somehow that you foresaw their path to value so how are we foreseeing path to value and 
how are we utilizing the roster positions to make sure that we attain that for our team? I think that's what this episode is a little bit about here today. If I could uh, just sum it up in <laughs> 150,000 words. <laughs> Absolutely, Paul. And I love that you said adding value to build a championship. The taxi squad is probably not going to get you a one direct player that's going to win you the championship. But these are small ways you can build the value of your assets to go get a player that's going to win you a championship. So it's almost like a little side hustle, build some smaller assets. It's like a second roster you can utilize. So I think it's really important, and I think it's definitely overlooked as, as, a, as a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, and Tripp's the master at this. Uh, you guys are talking to the king here. He <laughs> just took over a team, blew it up. Slowly but surely, rolling uh, these waiver wire pickups into uh, into gold here. I think what was the there was somebody I was looking up recently, and I was like, you know, I got him. I should probably go try and get him if I don't have him yet. And then maybe Travion Williams is, is he on is he on your team? Indeed. Yeah, that's who it was. And I was just like, oh, that son of a bitch! <laughs> he already got him. And you know what, Paul? Uh, <laughs> it was a while ago. He's actually. yeah, and. I think utilizing the taxi squad actually allows you to pick up more waiver wire players. If you utilize your taxi squad appropriately, then you actually give yourself more freedom on your roster to make moves throughout the season. So if there's a player in free agency that's a good grab, you're not stuck with not enough roster spots for him. Yeah, I... I so I don't need, you know... I don't necessarily put my worst players on my taxi squad by any means, right? That is, that is not how I'm looking at it at all. I want players that I feel more sure that are going to do something in the future on my taxi squad than the bottom of my bench. Yeah. Well, let's, let me take a step back. Okay. A, a taxi squad in our league. Yeah. They got to be a rookie or a second year player. Yeah. After that, they can't be on the taxi anymore. So I wanted to find that, and, and that's I think the standard rule out there. Some some leagues do um, one year, which and, stays and, a little tight, right? And like what Trip is saying is, you have you have all sorts of different uses, everything from, you know, like a John Mechie who was hurt all last year. Maybe you want him on your taxi squad, so you have room to move guys in and out of your IR position. Something like Jamison Williams. These are players that aren't necessarily bad players, Fred. Mm -hmm. Like you said, by any means. Um, I, I'm probably a bad example of taxi <laughs> squad use personally because I like to grab like the long shot my guys. Yeah, on my taxi <clears throat> squad. Like I've got Velas Jones on my taxi squad still, and that's probably just foolish. And a waste, of, a waste of roster space. Not the worst. I say not the worst taxi uh, squad player. Um, but uh, I think it's as we have this conversation, I'll, I'll, I'll drop the other three for you because I think they are actually pretty good examples of different ways that uh, that you employ that that little tool there. And I think uh, along the way we will maybe find some uh, some deep sleepers for the audience. Absolutely. I think there's one main rule when you're thinking about the taxi squad that can dictate <clears throat> everything else that you're going to do with your taxi squad, and that is that you do not want to use your players on your taxi squad this season unless you are absolutely going for a championship. 
And you do not want to take these players off your taxi squad if they're going to be on your bench. Only take them off your taxi squad if they're cracking your starting lineup in meaningful games. Other than that, you want to leave these players on your taxi squad so that you have extra roster spots to make waiver wire moves. People that come in as a handcuff, you know, just players that come off the free agency that actually do bring value for your team or to use for a trade. So really that's the one guiding light is you you do not want to have to use these players this season. And like I said before, I do not want these to be the worst players on my team. The less uncertainty with these players, the better, because they're the only players other than my stars that I know are going to be on my team throughout the entire season. I think the important thing you said, you mentioned there is like timetable. You kind of have, like, I think about that. So Jerome Ford is on my taxi squad. Mm -hmm. And for me, when I think about who I want to put on that, on that, on the taxi, it comes down to like, what is the contract of the person in front of them look like from a potential, like when they will get on the field perspective? Cause you're right. They're not going to play this season. And if you, end up pulling a guy up from your taxi squad, it better be because they've very clearly broken out. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, and you need them this year. You, or else there's no reason to. If you're not in a playoff run or a championship run, no right. no reason to pull them off. Right. And, you know, we talked earlier about it being kind of the top of the funnel for building trade chips, too. Oh, yeah. Um, you grab a taxi squad guy who happens to be the handcuff of somebody who's injury prone and for whatever reason yeah you know even if they're like the second or third guy if they're a rookie or a sophomore who hasn't seen the field yet top guy goes down how many times have we seen it where you know the backups backup ends up getting a shot and all of a sudden he's good yeah um like raheem blackshear is on my taxi squad that's another one um he's behind chubba and miles sanders but I liked how he looked when he got the ball <laughs> last year. He looked good. He looked he good. He was quick, man. And, those and, you know, he's the type of guy where it's like something's probably going to have to happen for him to get time. Yeah. But if he did, he might break out. Yeah, absolutely. And those are two players that I would say – actually don't usually fit what I would say is a good taxi squad player. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm terrible. Although for Jerome Ford, I will say it does fit. Like, I think he's going to be good next season. Like he has long-term value. You feel very certain about him as a prospect, right? But he's also a handcuff running back. So if he, if, if Nick Chubb gets hurt, you're going to want to utilize him this season. And because running back windows are also smaller careers, I'd say handcuff running backs typically are not players that I want to be holding on my taxi squad. I either want to sub them in for the player that I have that's injured or trade them to a player's team whose who's running back got hurt, who the handcuff is for. So I'm either losing a roster spot there either way. Mm, good point. So I, I like flexibility with the handcuff running backs actually on the active roster versus the handcuff roster. But like... You said, look at the person's situation in front of Jerome Ford. He had Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb last year. So last year, you know. He was on my taxi squad yeah. all of last year. Yeah. So I guess what you're telling me, Trevor, is it might be time to promote Jerome. <laughs> I think so. Well, I, I still have so. time to maneuver things here. Yeah, and take advantage of his, right, his right. window as a running back. So yeah, I think that's more. I actually 
wasn't following my own rules last year, and I, I missed on two players, um, two running backs. I, I never really keep them on my taxi squad, but I had Snoop Connor and Treston Ebner, and that, w- that was the worst taxi squad I had was last year's <laughs> taxi squad because of those two players. Uh, generally, in terms of roster spot, you're thinking tight end or quarterback because yeah, good point. they have the draft capital, right, and they take a couple years to develop. Usually QBs, some of them sit behind a, uh, a veteran for the first year. Um, so you know if they're sitting behind a veteran and they're a high draft pick that they're going to get a shot. So even if they're not going to fit on your team, you can trade them in the off season. And that brings me to another point. Draft capital is huge for the taxi squad. I am not putting people on my taxi squad that I think are like late round draft picks candidates to get cut i want strong contracts on my taxi squad so that i know this player is going to hold value going into next season so i think draft capital again is showing why it's important in, in dynasty i think there could be some quarterbacks on uh, on taxi squads going into next season after this uh this rookie draft feels like a feels like a spot for will levis potentially oh yeah that's a i, I like that as a taxi squad pick this year for sure I had Jordan Love for a couple of years and uh, just traded him for that's true two third rounders. So what was that haul? The haul was two thirds. Two third rounders. Yeah. I'm trying to, I have Brock Purdy, but he's on the regular roster. Mm, I might keep him on the uh, the, the taxi next year because I, I don't know. We'll see. Is he really going to be starting for you this season if he plays like you? You have Herbert. <sighs> I mean. The problem is I have Herbert and Wilson. Yeah. And Russell Wilson's such a... If I could throw Russell on the taxi squad, <laughs> I would, but I'm pretty sure he'll just go right on the IR by week three anyway. <laughs> but I, you know, I guess I'm somewhat, when you look at it that way, in need of a quarterback. But I actually kind of, I mean, I got to tell you, I'm higher on Brock than a lot of people <laughs> is the reason he's on my team i think and was able to grab him first yeah was just because i sometimes i mean small difference between good and great here folks <laughs> draft capital matters but when you can see greatness outside draft capital that's where you end up finding the real diamonds in the rough and I would put, like, I know there's a whole lot of Trey Lance truthers out there. All you, all you TLT. You, you used know. to be one, Paul. <clears throat> I it used to be one as you, a stretch. You convinced me. That Willing to a- give up a second for him at one point. Uh, probably I was. Um, <laughs> and he might still be a great quarterback somewhere. He might even be a great fantasy quarterback because of the rushing ability. I just think that Brock Purdy has the makings of the type of quarterback that could win the 49ers championships as much as I hate to say that. But the decision-making, the accuracy, he's shown it. I mean, he got hurt in the NFC Championship game, obviously, because the Eagles are the best team in football last year and got to him, hurt his elbow. Trey Lance going to get a shot this year. I'm sure he will. Um, so we'll I'm see. I'm sure he will. We will see. We, I'll be proven right or wrong probably pretty, <laughs> pretty uh Yeah, his, his shot is fall. not going to be lasting very long with Purdy in the wing. So he's going to have a chance, I think. But 
Uh, One chance, Lance. He's got a he's got to show out big time. Lance, dance, <laughs> Lance. Um, yeah, he was he was a taxi squad player for me. <sighs> Probably should have moved on from him. His value is a little higher than it is now, but he's he's still holding on to something. I do like the quarterbacks and the tight ends as taxi squad players because they usually if they make you, if they make your fantasy roster, they have draft capital and they take a couple years to develop. So it's a perfect player for a taxi squad. Um, the running backs less confident unless they have high draft capital. If they have high draft capital, they're probably in somebody's starting roster. So I think wide receivers, there's a little bit of a mix there. Sometimes there can be some situations where you see that a wide receiver is going to last on a roster for at least another season or so. Who do you like from a, so this rookie draft coming up, a lot of tight ends. Yeah. I feel like that's a lot of taxi squad candidates. Oh, yeah, that, definitely. Um, Cavs will be full after this draft. <laughs> I'll be hoping to get myself a couple. Okay. Okay. But I don't have enough draft picks for that. So, <laughs> well, you know, I hate to go down this rabbit hole, but I, I my guy George Pickens is still not on my team, uh, and you're over there in need of more draft picks. I don't know if I'm in need. I'd say you're in need. I mean, think about what these uh, tight end uh, taxi squad positions could look like. I already have two on my taxi squad right now. I know um, one of them used to be mine. <laughs> Yes, Jelani, Jelani Woods. Yes, I traded for Jelani Woods. I forget what the trade was. I think it was in a uh, trade with the 49ers backfield. I was able to acquire Jelani Woods. Uh, Daniel Bellinger, um, Darren Waller's coming in and taking over all the targets there, so he's not going to be playing meaningful mm. fantasy um, snaps next season, but I think he's got a future, so he's there. I also have Calvin Austin right now on my taxi squad. Um, he's getting some hype out of camp. He has enough draft capital, and the Steelers' wide receiver slot role is is open. So I liked that. him coming yeah. out of college. Yeah, um, I think there's an episode where we talk about him. Uh, and my last player is Kyle Phillips, Tennessee receiver. Yeah, used to be on my Texas squad too. I gave up on him. Really, my team's just becoming too stacked. Okay, you know I'm in this position where I've got all these guys who are potentially could be playing and in a, in a starting spot week to week and or a direct handcuff of those people. And like you said, I don't use a lot of the handcuffs on the, on the taxi. And so I'm sort of more selective about who I bring onto the roster. There's a couple guys I'm just holding on to now just cause I have, so I have somebody to drop come draft day. <laughs> So I I could probably drop there's two guys I probably could drop just for the heck of it that I have, you know, on there for no reason. Um but yeah, you know, it's time to it's time to shuffle the old taxi squad a little bit. I think um guys draft picks like Sam Laporta <clears throat> um Luke Musgrave yeah, he's he's probably number one for taxi squad this year. He needs to develop a lot. He's got the draft capital they invested in him, so I think he's he's a definitely a, a player you want to look at this season for building a taxi squad around. All right, so what about so like we mentioned Jameson Williams and John Mechie earlier. What about? that situation how would you handle that you got, you could potentially put them on ir you could potentially put them on taxi 
Yeah. And you get a player like Jameson Williams, you get a discount because he was hurt, and you get a roster spot because he's eligible for both taxi squad and IR. If Uh, you have a shortage of IR spots, it almost almost no-brainer that you have to go taxi. Yes. If I say if you're more of a contender, then you want to put that player on your taxi squad so that you have the IR spots that are more flexible. Right. But if you're rebuilding, you probably want to put them on the IR so you have an extra taxi squad position to grab another prospect that will hold value till next season. So maybe a little less lineup flexibility, but you get an extra roster spot. And I just think that's so valuable throughout the season that I would look at adding him to uh, to the taxi squad in that situation. And those are two great players, Mechie and James Williams. Those are great taxi squad players. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they how they pan out going forward here. Because they can't play this season. They're going to have value. You know, it's exactly exactly what you're looking for. True. True. Um so what are like some characteristics of who you get who you either in the upcoming draft, let's say like as undrafted free agent post draft, mm-hmm. which is an important part of this off season cycle here. Like when that draft ends mm-hmm. and either auction, waiver, free agent budget, however it's done, it's time to pick up those undrafted free agents. I know a lot of people who find it to be the best strategy in in fab leagues to like spend it all right there on guys they like. Um so we're talking, you know, sophomores as well, but also like rookies, fourth rounders, undrafted coming up that you think are kind of in that situation that these would be guys that I would pick up, throw on the taxi squad for a year because I could see them having that path that we mentioned earlier to success and absolutely dynasty points. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely looking at the – Quarterbacks and tight ends with draft capital. If any of them fell out of the draft, like if there's any high quarterbacks or high tight ends that have draft capital, I'm definitely going after them for my taxi squad. Any handcuff running backs or running running backs that I think uh, could possibly be a handcuff, maybe I'm not looking at them for my taxi squad, but I'm definitely trying to pick them up for my active roster. Or the UDF This year, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, so that I can have that, that backup there or trade asset. And then wide receivers can... There's a little more variability, I think, depending on the situation, where they're drafted, where they're expected to play, how far along they are in their development. Right. A little bit more variability there. So that that's really more player and team dependent. But definitely looking at those the, the draft capital for the QB and tight end as opportunity who, to hold value. Who are some of the guys that you would you're looking at right now anybody anybody off the top of your head that you uh that you like yeah well you and i were actually just talking about sam howell and i was saying that i would like him as a a taxi squad player the only caveat is he's going to get his chance this year right so if he doesn't show it his value could plummet to zero right so you almost want to think about players that aren't even in their prove it year they're like being coached or coming off injury or there's some situation where it's not necessarily their make a break year for them. You know, though, it almost, if you, you're using that taxi slot and you have a, a team that's good enough, then yeah. it's not the end of the world. Right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I see your point. Don't get me wrong. Like it makes sense. You know, if, if you feel like 
he is going to get his shot and he breaks out, then he's somebody that's worth something or that you're going to end up trading. So you're not necessarily hanging on to the, you know, bird rights equivalent here. Um, <clears throat> I, I liked, uh, I think Cade Otten um, is another example of that. Like he's going to get his shot this year, probably. But I kind of think that the Bucks post Brady Mayfield Trask era <laughs> is is not necessarily a team I'm investing heavily in or looking to invest in. Um, well, actually, let me rephrase that. It is a team I'm looking to invest in longer term. Okay. And that's why I would find him or even like a Sean Tucker to be a decent taxi squad hold. Okay. Yeah, I like Sean Tucker. Um, he'd be kind of fringe for me, whether I'd be on taxi or active roster, just due to his opportunity to produce pretty pretty early on. Well, yeah, maybe he maybe. I mean, he was high on my running back uh, rankings <laughs> pre NFL draft. That's for sure. Absolutely, obviously has fallen with that being the scenario. But I also um, think his situation with it being a mysterious medical thing feels like maybe a, a year removed is the is the right way to go in that scenario um actually some of the there's a there's a handful of rookie running backs like Dwayne McBride I might put in that category too going to Minnesota see what happens could with play, Calvin could Cook. play early could could play early it's a tough game we play because but, but you're, you're you sort of projecting good, a year out, yeah, yeah, year two out. If your team's that good, then why not, right? Well, right, and I'm yeah. talking about us, you know, kind of scrappers over here, Paul. We're trying to <laughs> scrounge to build this roster from the bottom up. <laughs> well, you know, I get it. I get it. You I, get there. I see you what get you're there. Saying. I see what you're saying. All right. Well, let me go that direction then. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take uh, take one more shot. See if I can do you right. Hendon Hooker. Love it. Love it. Great taxi squad investment. Coming off that injury this year, Goff on his contract. I actually think, I, you know, he's an older prospect, like 25. But he's quarterback. But he's quarterback, and I don't know. I, 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 something about the way he plays, I like him. Very, very simple offense that he ran at Tennessee. He's going to need the time. He might be a two-year taxi squad guy. Which, at 25 years yeah. old, like, you get a little worried. But, hey, Gino just came out and lit up the league at 33. Yeah, they have a completely different age window quarterback. So, he could easily have a, a 10, 11, 12-year career. There are, I think, a host of wide receivers uh, in this rookie class that could potentially be considered here. Yeah, last year um, I... I I screwed up with David Bell on my taxi squad. I think he, he has dropped in value rather than going up. So I'm looking at players who I think will have more value going forward next year than they do now. And uh, that, was, that was a miss. So <laughs> <laughs> he's now on my active roster because he's much more likely to be traded or dropped. So I actually moved him off my taxi squad and moved Kyle Phillips onto my taxi squad because I think Kyle Phillips... You know, that was a tough one. I, w I might want to bring him back on the active roster too, but he's yeah. he's going to hold more value, I believe. Um, I have Calvin Austin there too. Uh, we'll be re-exploring the taxi squad post-draft, but that's just who's there now. And David Bell's off because 
I think I'm more likely to trade him or drop him than those other two players. I hear you. I think um, almost all of the, the rookie tight ends outside of <laughs> Dalton Kincaid and Michael Mayer and me, yeah, outside of those two, you pretty much can put all of them on the taxi squad. Like Laporta, Musgrave, Washington, Shoemaker, Kraft, Zach Kuntz, not bad. Uh, Cameron Latu. Although some of them do have a path to playing time, but just like. Yes, a lot of great prospects that are long-term projects. Yeah, you just throw, you, if you draft one, just taxi squad them. That's that's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> and they're and, and feel good about it. Those are great taxi squad investments. Yeah. And and as far as other quarterbacks go, um What do you think about Stetson in LA? I was just about to say, none of them are worth <laughs> your taxi squad. Uh your <laughs> taxi squad positions. Go find somebody better. Uh I might go bounce over to the running back class. Um for these rookies here and look at some of the guys like Israel Banacanda, who's a really young prospect coming in at like 20 years old. He's behind Brees Hall. This is a kid that may not get his opportunity till year three. Anyway, Brees is hurt though. Brees is hurt. Is he? How long is he out? Who knows? I mean, it's going to be tight for him to start the season healthy. So, okay. Well then, yeah, I've, Maybe you got to go a little bit deeper then. Roshan Johnson. He's looking like he's getting some uh, some time already in camp there. <laughs> <laughs> running back. Eric Prince. Yeah. You're just not maybe, a fan of the maybe, running back on the taxi squad because of the injury rate. And, Is that what you're telling me? And, you know, they have, less draft, they have less draft capital, and their window to produce is smaller. So their ability to hold value longer, which I think is important on the taxi squad, is is less. Doesn't mean you can't make great moves like get Jerome Ford on your taxi squad. If you have a player you're confident in that's a great prospect and is going to get opportunity, I mean, it feels like... Like, Abanacanda will probably turn out to... Well, let me ask you this. You got somebody on your taxi squad who all of a sudden is putting up points. You trade that person for a second-round pick. Are you feeling like a win right there? Depends on the player. If it's right. Jamison Williams, then no. But if it's well, yeah. you no. know Deuce Vaughn, then yes. <laughs> so. so imagine they have adequate second round value. I guess my point is, are you upset that? Yes, that I lost that spot. I'm that stingy. I'm, a, I'm still. <laughs> I'm still upset that I have one less spot to make moves with. I don't want to give it up, Paul. I don't. Oh my God, this guy. I've I've yet to do it. I mean, I, I, so we'll see. There might be a situation where I have to. Jeez. Get a load of you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm that stingy. <laughs> All right. Well, you got any other ones? Let's take a look at the wide receiver list. I have a feeling there might be a few in there. And uh, Tank Bigsby might be a good good one. I think he's got talent. I think yeah, he's got draft capital. I think he's behind Etienne, Jamichael Hasty, um, Dernis Johnson. So they drafted Snoop Connor, crowded room. Probably enough where he'll show something, but have less chance to get hurt. So, yeah, draft capital too, talent. So, yeah, I, I he's one at, of the few running backs I would I, consider there for taxi. I, I look at age too in this uh, this wide receiver list. Like Raheem Jarrett was a really highly touted prospect at one point. Actually, a great player, at Michigan, just hurt on and off. He goes to the Bucks. Like he might be a decent stash for a couple of years. I like that. Um, 
Parker Washington, just yeah. super young prospect sitting behind all those Jags wide receivers, but he might take a year or two before you know he gets a shot. Yeah. Like his, um, his value probably will only go up Parker Washington right. because the only thing that can happen is there's less people in front of him or he gets cut. And if he gets, you know, uh, yeah. in a place where he's less likely to get cut, you know, he, I'm not saying he's going to be a great player, but he's probably going to grow in value as they get rid of Zay or Kirk or somebody who's older. Yeah. It's a tough thing to do because you're almost projecting like two years from now, this guy's going to really get his shot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Boutte, <laughs> slapping risky. that Boutte in a taxi squad. No, nope. too, too too risky of a player. I, I gotta think. think about it because the age. Okay, you know he has all this talent in the world, and he's a young guy in New England with Billichek. Yeah, yeah. I w- I want certainty on my taxi squad. Yet? No, not for the taxi. <laughs> maybe for the bottom of the roster. Maybe okay. for the bottom of the roster, undrafted free agent, active roster, but. Okay. I want to. I want something more cer- certain. What about the middle tier receivers, right? So we've got. I would consider the middle tier receivers to be Mingo, Downs, Rice, Mims, Hyatt, Reed. Mims is a really good one um, because they drafted him so yeah, high, and he has and people in front. Out of there in a couple of years, probably. And ma- and maybe the season. Maybe he's too good for the taxi squad. But if you have a loaded team, I, I look at him as a good one. Most of these other players, I think, are going to probably get snaps earlier Jaden Reed uh, I think we've undervalued him or maybe I've undervalued him um, he's going to take some time to develop he's with other young receivers so he could probably hold that even if he has a bad year this year like he could probably hold value to where there still be yeah. some hype around him becoming a sophomore and growing as a prospect so yeah and some of this like prospects like that with a young quarterback something to think about because they're linked to that yeah like Tank Dell, for example, well, just because the room is so thin, <laughs> him and you probably Hutchinson. aren't taxiing him. But I'm watching both those players, him and yeah, Hutchinson. Yeah, but you know they'll grow with a quarterback, right? So if you wanted sure. like Hutchinson, especially, if you wouldn't throw him on a taxi squad. Like what I would necessarily blame you. Um, going sure. deep here, you know, going deep into the the fourth round depths of the old. <laughs> The old rookie draft. I mean, we did our rookie draft last episode, extremely long four rounds, and some of these guys that we're talking about right now, Hutchinson, Reed, they were they were fourth round picks. So, yeah, Reed, um, we let fall way too far, I think, on our on our draft. I think we did. I th- and, and I went back and watched his tape recently. It's it's actually really solid. He's yeah, a, he's a strong player. Yeah, I think he may turn into the number two in Green Bay. But we'll see, you know, how Jordan Love does. <laughs> and we will uh, send our love um, to the people here off, uh, off around the world as we exit once again an earnest Dynasty Life discussion. The earnest. The earnestest. Johnson. The earnest Johnson. Captain, look. (laughs) It's a giant. Two balls.